Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text uh, for today's message is taken from our gospel reading from the 21st chapter of St. Matthew with an emphasis on these words. When Jesus entered into Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up saying, Who is this? This is our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. One morning, a man woke up feeling a little bit off, a little bit queasy. By noon, he had decided he'd better leave work, go home, and try to rest and recuperate. Well, by evening, he still wasn't feeling any better, and he could hardly keep anything down, so he did what any of us would do. He decided to call a doctor and see if he could get a prescription. Over the phone, the nurse asked his symptoms. Indigestion, fever, body aches. I think I have the flu. Well, there was a long pause as the nurse took down his information, and then she said to him, okay, I will go consult with the doctor, and I'll get right back with you. A moment passed, and the nurse came back on the line. Okay, sir, the doctor reviewed your symptoms, and he recommends that you should definitely get some rest and fluids, and then make an appointment to consult with your general practitioner first thing in the morning. In the meantime, he's decided to go ahead and prescribe you a prescription for some orthotics. Orthotics? The man asked. Why in the world is he prescribing me orthotics? Well, the nurse replied, why in the world did you call a podiatrist about a flu? <laughs> a petty thief waited in an alley for someone to mug. Soon enough, a man passed by all by himself and Scoping out the area to make sure that they were alone, the thief made sure the coast was clear. He approached the man from behind and he whispered, empty your pockets, this is a robbery. But to his surprise, the man remained calm. Oh, I don't think you want to rob me. Oh yeah, the thief asked, and why wouldn't I? But he couldn't finish his sentence. The next thing he knew, he was seeing stars on the ground. He looked up and saw the face of his would-be victim, Iron Mike Tyson. Finally, a pastor had just finished reading a Bible story to a group of preschoolers. Closing the book, he asked the little children, Okay, boys and girls, who would like to lead our prayer for today? A little girl's hand shot straight up, and seeing her, the pastor, beaming with pride, gave her the nod. She prayed. Dear Harold, thank you so much for forgiving my sins and for sending Jesus to be my Savior. Amen. Well, the pastor chuckled to himself and said, well, That was a beautiful prayer, my dear, but why exactly did you call God Harold? Beaming right back at him, the little girl gave her answer. Well, that's his name, Pastor. Don't you remember? It's just like you taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Herald be thy name. Friends, there are times when it pays to have all of the information, doesn't it? On Palm Sunday, Jesus Christ entered into Jerusalem to complete his messianic task. As he did so, many expectations were attached to him. There were those who awaited him looking for healing. Others who wanted to get their fill of bread. Others who wanted to witness mighty signs and wonders. And still others who were seeking 
wisdom from the Lord. And then, of course, there were those who met Jesus at the gates. Those who threw down their cloaks and waved their palm branches in the air, crying out, Hosanna to the Son of David. Hosanna, meaning deliver us. For these were the sons and daughters of Abraham. These were the ones who awaited the arrival of a great and mighty conqueror. The one who would drive out their Roman occupiers and the one who would usher in a new era of prosperity for the nation of Israel. Certainly, all of these things, or some combination of them, were riding on Jesus as he rode into Jerusalem, going into the city, fulfilling all the old prophecies which the people of Israel knew so well from their Sabbath readings. They recalled to mind how the scripture said, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. Now with all of these expectations, and certainly many more on Jesus' shoulders, it's no wonder that in our 11 short verses in today's gospel reading, we see no less than three different titles attached to Jesus. Prophet, King, and Lord. Now certainly all of these titles are accurate descriptions of him, but not one of them paints the whole picture. Nor for that matter did the people who called Jesus these things have all of the information just yet. Indeed, there were many in the city who witnessed these proceedings, and as Jesus rode in, they asked the crowd following him, hey, who is this? Now, as a prophet, the crowds might have been counting on Jesus to reveal divine truths and wisdom teaching to them, just as the prophets did of old for their ancestors. And they were right. So profound was the wisdom of Jesus that everyone from Pharisees to Greek foreigners sought him out. So keen was the knowledge of Jesus that no one of his opponents could best him in a debate. So enlivening was the teaching of Jesus that those who heard him preach and teach exclaimed, what is this? A new teaching with authority. But Jesus was more than a prophet. As king, those who followed Jesus did so seeking his temporal blessing, and certainly he delivered. Throughout his ministry, Jesus provided again and again for God's people, giving them bread to eat in the wilderness and wine at the wedding feast. He executed justice, bringing peace to those with troubled hearts and giving healing to those who were oppressed by illnesses of all kinds. Indeed, by the time he rode into Jerusalem that Palm Sunday, there were even commanders in Caesar's army who recognized Jesus' station, who paid him the respect that they would give a superior officer. Here at last was a king from the line of David. Oh, how hearts must have stopped at seeing him ride by, strong to save. But Jesus is more than a king. As Lord, 
the title which Jesus gives himself in Matthew chapter 21, and as certainly his disciples had come to know him, the people were looking for the one who would come with the power and majesty, even as of Almighty God himself. From the moment that Jesus called them, the twelve disciples witnessed time and again the power of Jesus, not only over men, not only over the powers of this world, but even over demons, even over the forces of nature itself. And yes, even power and authority over death. As they watched, they began to understand that this Jesus, he must be no ordinary king, but the very Lord over all things. So certain were they that their Lord must be the Lord, that Simon Peter would famously make his bold confession, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And it is perhaps out of the three titles that we read today, this one, which is the closest to the truth. But still we see that the disciples themselves did not fully understand what kind of Lord Jesus would be. For when he began to preach about his death on the cross, the disciples were scandalized. And St. Peter, who only moments before made that beautiful, bold confession, would then take his Lord aside and say, Far be it from you, Lord. Because Jesus, as we would see, is even more than a Lord. Friends, are you starting to understand how important it is when we talk about Jesus to see the whole picture? For this week, we're entering into the season of Advent. Advent is a season of preparation to receive the Christ when he comes to us again. But still there are many in our world who are asking that same question which was asked by the people of Jerusalem. Just who exactly is this? For many people still come to the Holy Scriptures today seeking only the wisdom teachings of Jesus. Many people still pray to him seeking only a temporal blessing to fill their belly or their wallet. There are many who still seek him who are under afflictions of all kinds, hoping for a temporary relief or healing. See how they chase after the shadows of Jesus, but they stop short of recognizing his true glory, that glory which is shown only to us from Calvary's cross. And so as we enter this Advent season, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I urge you again Keep your eyes fixed on the cross. Because there and there alone will you find all that you need to know about who exactly this Jesus is. Yes, he is a prophet, the last and greatest prophet, the one who would bring to fulfillment all the prophecies of old in himself. In his church today, he opens the scriptures to you that you may see God's salvation story, which he accomplished for your sake. For you, he prophesies a day still to come when all things will be made new and when faith will at last give way to sight. Yes, he is a king, the king who reigns over all powers, 
princedoms, and temporal authorities. On the last day, this king will come again at the trumpet call, and he will bid our sad division cease. He will unite all nations under his everlasting throne, and he will publish an eternal peace beyond all compare. Yes, he is a Lord. He is the Lord of heaven and earth. For all creation is under his authority, and he is the upright judge who has pronounced us forgiven by the shedding of his holy, innocent blood at Calvary. At the Lord's return, he will vanquish forever the final enemy, death itself, and put all things under his feet. So once again, I remind you to look to the cross. See plainly with your eyes the reason for his coming and know that his promise to come again is good. See how your perfect prophet, king, and lord is also your redeemer, your brother, your shepherd, your friend, your advocate, and your great high priest. With all that the scriptures reveal about this Jesus, let it be enough for his church to confess simply that Christ is all in all. And it is for that reason that his church on earth continues to watch and to wait. In this second advent, we prepare our hearts and minds for him who comes again to fill all things with his grace and mercy. Therefore, O brothers and sisters in Christ, be vigilant, be upright, wait for the Lord, and seek him now where he is to be found. Receive him when he comes to you this day in word and sacrament. Remain in these things that you might know him, even as he has known you from before the foundation of the world. For he is who he is confessed to be, the fulfillment of the prophets, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, he who has come and who is coming, bearing your salvation. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in this same Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.